Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Has there been a band that's been hated as much? Oh, good question. Um, maybe Creed. Oh, maybe. that's true. God, I think I even hated Creed. Yeah, maybe Limp Biscuit. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show right here, the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns, moving in past 500 shows. This is show 501, and I have a very specific question to my wife. Your name is what exactly? (laughs) Well, today it's Tammy Burns. That's what it would be. Tomorrow it could be anything else. It's a lot of role-playing here at the house. Tammy, do you like... Nickelback. Love them. Do you really? Love them. I know you play them every so often. You really like them that much? Yes, I usually work out to them every morning. Okay, here's the reason I ask that question. Nickelback has become the consummate I hate this rock group thing. Yeah. It's what you're supposed to do. It's become so much an I hate this rock group thing that I use it to teach the idea of group speak. That's a, a theory in communication where it, it explains or attempts to explain the idea of when a group decides something. Something's not cool? Well, you or have, they don't like it? It's not just that. It's the idea of you don't know why you hate something. You don't know why you dislike Mm -hmm. or you like or what have you. You just simply go along with the group because being in the group is a good thing. Yeah. So what I like to do, I always have students that walk in late. So I talk about the concept of who hates Nickelback and everybody's hand goes up. I hate Nickelback. Okay, fine. And I wait for one or two people to come in late And I say to them as they come in, do you hate Nickelback? Yes, I hate Nickelback. And then I say to them very succinctly, and I don't think it's a hard question, why? Why do you hate Nickelback? And seldom, and I mean seldom, can anyone give me an answer? It's just the concept of social media has told me I'm supposed to hate Nickelback And thus, I do. It's socially acceptable to hate Nickelback. So what's this theory called again? It's called groupthink. And we're going to get into it? No, you've heard it pretty much. Oh, really? That's it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. And what I thought was, is there really a reason past the idea of groupthink why we all hate Nickelback because this poor group is being kicked upon and they've sold 50 million albums. How is it possible we all hate them, but they've sold 50 million albums? So I did some research into the idea that we all hate Nickelback and why. 
So this is what we're going to do today. Why do we all hate Nickelback? Oh, we're going to play a lot of Nickelback, right? And believe it or not, there are dissertations written on it. There are psychological theories oh, associated with it. Sweet. Why we hate Nickelback. And so I'll play it. It's Nickelback. Burn it to the ground. Do you like that one? I love that one. Okay. Thank you. Hey, here on Rock School. Coming out of Nickelback, burn it to the ground where he curses and curses and curses. Chad Kroger curses, so he's a rock star. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> Go ahead, ask me. I know okay, what you want to ask me. I want to ask you, yeah. do you hate Nickelback? You know, uh, here's the thing about Nickelback. No, I'm not going to group think it. I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, I hate Nickelback because I'm supposed to hate Nickelback. I'll be honest with you. Nickelback is one of a, a long series of bands with me that I don't hate, nor do I like them. They're just kind of there to me. There's a couple of songs that are okay, and a couple of songs that are really bad, and the rest of the songs, I don't even know. So I can't make a decision on them. They sound, to me, formulaic, if you will. It's as if Chad Kroger, the lead singer and lead songwriter, it's as if they, or he made the statement, okay, this is what a rock song is supposed to sound like, and so this is what I will write a song to sound like. It doesn't sound to me like he sits down and writes from the soul or writes from the heart. Oh, my god! And says, okay, look, if you like this, that's great. If you don't like it, like, I got the feeling that when Kurt Cobain wrote, it was sort of, this is who I am, and if you like it, great. If you don't, go jump in a lake. I don't get that from Nickelback. I get it that we are attempting to write a hit. And I don't know that that's good or bad, because I'll be honest with you, the song I just played, I don't dislike it. Well, of course you don't. It's kind of nice. You're like, you know, dancing around here and, and stomping your feet. And it's having catchy. A, having a grand time. It's catchy. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. The next one I'm going to play is called Rockstar, and people have it in their heads. Oh, that sucks. No, it doesn't. It's okay. It's it was not a, great. It it's, was a hit. It's not Stairway to Heaven, but it's okay. It was a big time, good time yeah. when it came out also. It was a lot of fun. I it still it, is a lot of fun. I also have it on my list to play the song, you know, If Today Was Your Last Day. Uh-huh. You know, okay. I love, that's my favorite. Again, it, it's okay. Maybe I'm married to the wrong guy. No, I don't think that's true. He is now, divorced now, right? Yeah, Kroger? I don't yeah. think so. I think he's still married to Avril Lavigne. Mm, I thought they got a divorce. Okay, maybe they did. Are we starting did. a rumor? Maybe she got sick of it. Look, they're a musical punchline. Now here's the question. Why? A Finnish student, as in from Finland, the University of Eastern Finland, to be quite specific. Her name was Sally Antoinan. She compiled a 14-year worth review system of the Canadian group to shed light on the manor. It says here that the study called Hypocritical Bull, beep, 
Perform through gritted teeth, authenticity discourses, and Nickelback's album reviews and finished media. I get it. <laughs> Academics can make anything bulletproof. I get it. But here's the reason why her dissertation, her PhD research, uh -huh. suggested that people dislike Nickelback. Okay, hit me. Number one, Nickelback simply isn't genuine enough. Oh, all it, right. Remember, Nickelback is a hard rock group. Yes, they they're not, are. They're not a pop group. No, they're no, a hard they're not rock pop. Group. They swear all the time. And hard rock has this thing about it. What's real, what's not? Are the monkeys real or are the Beatles real? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. Is Black Sabbath real or is Quiet Riot real? Ooh. And you have that argument within those who enjoy that kind of music. Yeah. Nickelback immediately gets the you're not real label. And that's what she's talking about. Number two, they follow the genre too well so that their music feels fake and vanilla. That's what she found out. It's formulaic. Instead of writing the song that sounds good in your soul, mm -hmm. the, the author, right. which is what you should do, this is what I think sounds good in my soul. If you like it, great. If you don't, go jump in a leg. He, Chad Kroger, writes this formulaic thing that says... I think this is what a song should sound like. And that's not what I get from him at all. I, oh, really? I, no, I, I, get, oh, I, I, get, I get lyric upon lyric yeah. upon lyric that sounds like nothing else that's being put out there. Oh, you're not listening to enough stuff. Dude, I have like, how many albums do they have? I've got uh, all of them. I don't know who cares. You're listening to them every morning when you're doing your, what do you call that stuff? Your wad? That's only, well, that's the workout of the day because of CrossFit. But I'm not the one choosing the music. Yeah, but guess what? Yeah, I the know. people that are 30 years old are, yeah. are putting that music up there. Yeah, I don't like it. Number three, the songs are optimally safe. The concept of, I want to rock, but I want to rock safely. Yeah, they allow you to rock out without living on the edge. Okay. Okay, and the last one that this young lady came up with, Sally Anchanon is her name. They appeal to women in a metal-type genre, and that does not sit well with fans. Oh, my gosh, and guess what? If what? I were a rock star and I yeah. were a guy, yeah. guess who I'd want to be appealing to? It would seem that way. Um, some rock groups get away with it. Def Leppard gets away with it. Yes. But, but for some reason, Def Leppard is seen by the metal community as, I don't know how to say it, real, as viable. Nickelback does not. But I have more information. Let's play another one from Nickelback. I want to be a rock star, live in hilltop houses, driving 15 cars. Sounds like this on Rock School. I'm through standing in line, the clubs I'll never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and I'm never gonna win this. Life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. Hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star. Okay, now look, off offline, off microphone, you made the statement that the last album that I recorded, and by the way, it hasn't been released yet, we're going to do a release party after the first of the year, you said that there's like three songs on that album that I should send to Nickelback. And I said that a long time ago. I said it yeah. the first time I heard them. Yeah. That, uh, I said they would do a better job with it. Oh, that hurts. That hurts in my soul. <laughs> yeah. 
That you could not, you could not have hurt me more had you called for a divorce. Did I wound you? you yes, you did. You hurt me badly. Let's talk about a Nickelback history of hate. All right. Now, do you know where the name Nickelback came from? Uh, I don't remember offhand. I, I think I've heard it, but I, I cannot pull it from any place to tell you. Now, here's the thing. Nickelback, at all points in time, sort of has a not-the-cool-kid thing that happens with them. Do you remember Beavis and Butthead? Yeah. Beavis and Butthead always had that one friend who walked around with a winger shirt. Yeah. I didn't even care much for winger. I liked a couple of their songs. 17 was pretty good. Don't get me wrong. But the kid who walked around in the winger shirt was always just a little less cool than everybody else. That has become Nickelback. Okay. Okay. Nickelback named itself instead of, you know, something like Van Halen or Black Sabbath or what have you. The name Nickelback came from the fact that Chad Kroger worked at a Starbucks and whatever it was, the latte or whatever it was that people bought was always five cents short of the dollar. Okay, so so he had to give him a nickel back. Exactly. And he kept saying to the person, here's your nickel back, here's your nickel back, here's your nickel back. That's where the name came from. I like it. Oh, you do not like it. I do. I love good stories and I like Starbucks, so hate me. (laughs) Okay. Furthermore, here's the first level of hate. The band was formed in 1995 and like any other band went into the the Canadian places, the the bars and the little places that you play and, and beat through it like everybody else. Yeah. In 1999, Nickelback was signed to Roadrunner Records. Hooray. Here's the problem. They were signed as a metal band, which they're not. Now, they're they're heavy, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Yeah, but they're, they're not heavy. metal. I agree with that. They're not. They're a pop band. They're kind of like, like, this is really going to upset people. They're kind of like Kiss. They're hard rock, but in reality, they're a pop band. Kiss writes pop songs. You heard it here. You heard it here, folks. Right, but they're Nickelback hard rock. Nickelback is just like Kiss. Now, that's not what I said. Send the emails. That's not what I said. They were signed to Roadrunner Records, who also had Slipknot and Nightwish and Machine Heads. And when Nickelback got on that label, the first thing the fans did was look at them in relation to those other bands. And it didn't work. Yeah. It simply didn't work. So there's your first level of, oh gosh, I hate Nickelback. So... Let's play another one, If Today Was Your Last Day. Well, that's a really good one to play after you just built up this metal world. I'm simply telling you what happened. I'm trying to give a timeline on where this hatred of Nickelback came from. Because there's really two levels in it. There's the I hate Nickelback and there's those that love Nickelback because they've sold 50 million albums. Yeah, they have. They are the most successful hated band in the world. I wish I was this hated. Good to be them. Right. I wish I was this hated. Here you go. Nickelback on Rock School. My best friend gave me the best advice. 
been this giant meme going around that says if you play Nickelback's music backwards, you uh-huh. hear Satan. Mm-hmm. The problem is if you play it forwards, you hear Nickelback. Oh. <laughs> Look, again, a history of hate. It says here... The second real problem with Nickelback is there is a difference between financial success and critical success. Yeah, the band has sold 15 million albums, or 50 million albums actually, but as their sales grew, the critics seemed to make it their business to explain how much the band stunk. Rush went through this as well. Really? Oh yeah, Rush had to fight the critics for a long time until at some point in time they were just accepted as the elder statesmen of progressive rock. Maybe this will happen with Nickelback. Maybe there's a point at which Nickelback will be accepted as the elder statesmen of this hard rock pop genre let me ask you something i don't know let me ask you something yes has there been a band that's been hated as much oh good question um maybe creed oh maybe that's true god i think i even hated creed yeah maybe limp biscuit i never hated limp biscuit and you know what's funny of every one of these bands I can't imagine everybody hates them universally. Yeah. I get it that Creed is a kind of a joke, but there's a couple songs by Creed I don't dislike. Yeah, I agree. It's not like I get in the car and go, oh, let's play Creed. Right. But I don't dislike them. There's a couple songs by Limp Bizkit that I don't hate. It's not like I run for them. But again, it's you asked me at the beginning of the show, what do you think of Nickelback? It's kind of there, but I don't reach for it. I don't go out of my way to every day get up in the morning and go, oh, it's another day. God, I hate Nickelback. You know what? I totally disagree because if you leave the vanilla out of a cake mix, yeah. you are all messed up, man. No. So I don't you buy need that. it. As no. vanilla as you called them, no. everybody needs a little nickelback. I get, you know, I see what you're saying. Those who don't really want to live on the edge do need a nickelback. I don't really want to live in the world of rock and roll, but wouldn't it be nice to have a safe, hard rock see, band? I don't, I don't even buy that because Aerosmith, as hard as they are at times, oh. they have some of the, the wussiest songs ever. Well, you got to remember, Aerosmith has how many albums? I don't care. And it's still, still the same. They have songs. They're, not everything is hard, and, you know, you're, you, they're not considered, uh, you know, wimpy or anything like that. They're considered a hard rock band. Yeah, the, no, they're not. They're a blues band. They're not a hard rock band. Oh, you don't think so? No, Aerosmith is a blues band. Oh, my gosh. Yes, they're not a hard rock. Do they play harder music? Sure. But Aerosmith is a blues you band. You are losing your mind. If top, you ask any person oh, if they're please. hard rock or blues, they would never pick blues. Oh, please. You are full of crap. Aerosmith is... Air, I, I guess if the, the uninformed person would probably say, okay, Aerosmith is a hard rock band. But the thing is, they're known for their ballads. They've had success with their ballads. Dream On, in reality, is a ballad. It's a power ballad. It may have been the first power ballad. Sorry, Journey, but it may have been the first power ballad that came out. But they're they're not a heavy metal band. They're not a hard rock band. They're a blues band. If you listen to Ragdoll, it's a blues song. 
Come on, darling. Uh, oh my goodness. Okay. I've I've run out of time to talk about Nickelback. Who's listening to us in this break? I have no idea. The Hard Rockers at KSKQ, <laughs> Ashland, Oregon. Oh my gosh. Are we done? I'm disgusted here. Catch us on Facebook, search Rock School Radio Show and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute here on Rock School. in the middle of eating this thing that you bought for me but go ahead read that again read read what happened with chad kroger and what's her name uh avril lavigne yeah avril lavigne they were yeah. headed for separation after only one year of marriage oh, that's too bad uh september 2nd 2015 she yeah. announced their separation via her hang on don't spit on me yeah her official instagram account <laughs> why why would you make it so public? I don't know. Why would you do that to me? I, you know, if I, I wouldn't was, do it to you. If I was the cowardly lion, Chad Kroger, why would you do that? I to wouldn't me? do that to him. I would stay with that dude. Really? Oh, I think he's handsome. Uh, <laughs> we have to move forward. Listen, I to, listen. I have to go take a very hot shower. No, come on. I, I really do. I possess this gene that uh-huh. believes just about everybody in the world yeah. is handsome or beautiful. Okay. I'll buy that. To somebody else, they are handsome. No, to me, they are. I, really? I Oh, my gosh, yeah. People that, you know, think that other people are unattractive. I'm like, really? no, I find them attractive. Oh, God. That, that I think it's probably too much estrogen, that, but it's a it's a good thing to possess. That explains why you married me. Oh, honey, you're the, you're the hottest thing I've ever seen. Well, that means I only go a slight bit above ugly. Here you go. It's Creed with arms wide open. We talked about them last time around. I have to go reassess my existence here on Rock School. Well, I just heard the news today it seems my life is gonna change I close my eyes I'll show you Do this. Do what? You write songs just like this, dude. Oh, Oh, you hit me in my soul. I do not write Nickelback type songs. You do. Listen, folks, he does. Uh, Okay, look, we have never been this late before. It's like 37 at the moment. Because it's so much fun. Oh, that's really too bad. Let's do seven days and 70 seconds, like almost 10 minutes late. Here are the dates, November 14th through November 20th. What's your name, Nickel Girl? Uh, Tammy Burns. Good, I'm Joe Burns. Let's go. Monday is you. Hit it. November. 
September 14, 2004, Gwen Stefani performs on TV as a solo artist for the first time when she takes the stage at the American Music Awards. November 15, uh, 1999, People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive issues Tim McGraw the Country Music Sexiest Man Alive yeah. Award. Yeah. November 16, 2010, for the first time, the Beatles' music is made available for digital download as iTunes adds most of their catalog. I wouldn't buy it. I did it on purpose. I bought your music on record. I bought your music on CD. I bought your music on cassette. I'm not buying it digitally Take a again. stand, right, mister. And then I went forward and bought it on digital. November 17, 1979, the Guinness Book of World Records verifies ABBA as the biggest selling recording group in history. November 18, 1970, Jerry Lee Lewis and his wife and cousin, Ew. well, it's okay, Myra Ew. Brown divorce in Memphis after 14 years Ew. of marriage. It Ew. almost worked. Ew. November 19, 2007, at Carolyn Kennedy's 50th birthday party, guest performer Neil Diamond reveals that his 1970 hit, Sweet Caroline, Bum, bum, bum. Was actually written about her. November 20th, then 1984, Michael Jackson is awarded a star on the Walk of Fame, directly in front of Man's Chinese Theater. We're going to talk about Chad Kroger, the lead singer, because a lot of people are of the opinion it's Chad Kroger. That is the reason Nickelback does not succeed as a band. And the thing is, they do succeed. They've sold 50 million albums. They are a success. So this is all critical success. And there's the question of this silly item of why the group think. Why do we all hate Nickelback? But how about something from another band we're all supposed to hate? All right, who is it? Smash Mouth. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Might as well be walking on the sun here at Rock School. Okay, coming into the second break, when I was looking up items, just basically searching on the Google, why do people hate Nickelback? Yeah. Things came up specifically about Chad Kroger. Okay. Here are some of the reasons some people suggested. Number one, he's not attractive like a rock star should be, but you've already debunked that. He is to me. Okay, you find him. His nickname is the Cowardly Lion because he has that wide face. I like it. You know what it is? What? He's Canadian. Ooh. There you go. Uh, number two, apparently he's not very good on stage. He tends to stumble around a little bit. Uh-huh. He, he doesn't have that smooth movement element that a lot of rock stars do. Okay. His songs are very, very basic. This is the thing about Nickelback. If you like just very, very basic chords, and what's funny is somebody looks at ACDC. And I've said it numerous times, the band I'm in, Impaired Faculties, plays mm-hmm. a couple of ACDC songs. Yeah. If you've only read the Mel Bay, you know, guitar book number one, you can play just about every ACDC song. What you're missing is that brutal attitude that they have. And Nickelback doesn't have that. Okay. I'm okay. sorry, they don't. Don't stop apologizing. I'm not. Number four, uh, Chad Kroger, his voice always doesn't, always seems to be gruff at the same time. He has no smoothness to his voice when I love he needs it. it. Oh, do you really? Absolutely. I think he's a great singer. Number five, many of his songs sound like one another to the point where it seems like he's copyright 
protectioning himself. Someday and how you remind me appear to be the same song. I don't buy it. That doesn't bother you? No, it's you? the same voice, people. It's not the same song. Well, I think if you broke it down, you it'd got be the crap. Same it song. sounds the same as well. I do. Oh, of course you do. I don't think I'm you're not going right to tell you what that. it is. I don't think you're right about that. You've got that. like three, but... I don't think yeah, you're right about maybe that. Maybe someday I'll tell you. Who's listening to us? Uh, that's KFOK in Sacramento, California. There you go. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Here's another thing that comes into play stating that people hate Nickelback. That concept of if it's something that isn't popular, I absolutely love it. The moment it becomes popular, I hate it. Yeah. And Nickelback may have gotten caught into that. It's what's known as the hipster mantra. It actually has a name. It's called the hipster mantra. Yeah. The only thing worse than people not watching your favorite show is people watching it. It's the concept of, it's mine. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with hipsters. Yeah, well, I have no mm, idea. Well, the thing is, having something that's your own makes it special. That elitist tendency turns fandom into a speculation market. There's this coolness point profit margin that you go after. I like it, but you don't. So I have a coolness point to it. But it's only cool and until it's, I mean, it can't be cool when the masses know about it, right? It's got to right. be like underground cool. Right. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy of doom because you talk about how cool it is and how hip you are. And somebody goes, well, I think I'll go take a look at it. And hey, that's pretty good. And then the coolness points go down because they become spread out over a whole large group of people. The problem with those that hate what becomes popular is they show themselves to be lousy fans because the moment it becomes popular, they become fair weather fans and go running away. And apparently, you know, Nickelback must have had a great fan base before they got signed, or Roadrunner Records would have never signed them. Go figure, huh? That makes sense? Makes a lot of sense to me. So there was a hipster group that loved Nickelback, and the moment Nickelback got signed, walked away from them. Well, that's just rude. That is just rude. Now they're left for 40- and 50-year-old women to love. Apparently, and 40-year-old, 50-year-old men like me, it's not that I hate them. They're just not on my radar. I don't care. There's a couple tunes I like, but the rest of them are kind of, I don't care. I just don't care. Here's another group that kind of doesn't have a liked thing about them spin doctors. Remember that? Oh. They were loved forever and then went right off the cliff. 
and I watched it happen. I remember. Yeah, um, I Miss, liked them. We yeah. never we never stopped liking them. And I then, think it was our age. Yeah, right off the cliff. Little right Miss, off the cliff. Little Miss Can't Be Wrong here in Rockstool. Okay, last break here on Rock School, and we're going to end it with the fact that Nickelback has gone out of their way to accept the fact that people <laughs> hate them. And you know what? Good for them. Just embrace it. They have. They've gone on to Twitter, and they have gone out of their way to search out people who have said nasty things about them. Yeah. And there's a fantastic couple of Bud's feed posts that show Nickelback responding to their haters on Twitter. And can you read one of them? Oh, I can read a few of them. There's... One here that says here, my stereo turned itself back on to Nickelback again. Does it know that I hate them with a fiery burning passion? And Nickelback responded, that makes your stereo excellent. Enjoy the flames. <laughs> you know, Come on, keep going, keep going. If everybody hates him, why not? They played Nickelback at the game. Ew. And Nickelback responded, oh, you loved it. <laughs> that is so true. Good for them. I was driving down the street and a Nickelback song came on. I had an aneurysm. I violently blanked myself at the same time and my dog died. And Nickelback responded, I'll bet it was the best day you've had in a while. <laughs> this, this girl wrote, I have no respect for Chad at all. And Nickelback responded, why is that? <laughs> Why not? There's another girl that wrote, I blame Nickelback. And Nickelback wrote, we blame you. Not sure for what, but we blame you. There you go. There's a there's a thing called aliens say. And aliens say, just give us the word and we'll wipe Nickelback off the map. And Nickelback wrote, not a chance. We'd take it and it'd be easy about it. Okay. Here's another one. Cody wrote... I would see Bush and see their, oh, wait, Nickelback is headlining. And Nickelback wrote, Unabomber, is that you? Come down to support the other bands. Then you can go and blank all the noise you want to alone in your car. So they're going out of their way Mm -hmm. to attack on Twitter those who have been mean to them. Listen, I listened to a radio uh, show that every chance they get, everyone on there gets on Nickelback and picks on them big time. It's not needed. And it, it's painful. Yeah. I, again, I don't. it's not that I hate them or like them. They're just not there. I love them. Yeah. Well, good for you. Here you go. It's Train to wrap it up. Another one that people just don't really much care for. So there you go. There's an idea of why we hate Nickelback. But to be honest with you, I think it's kind of silly. It's group speak. I think it's totally silly. Yeah, we hate Nickelback because we're supposed to, but when you absolutely take a person aside and go, why do you hate Nickelback? They can't tell you. You know, the best Nickelback ever was Burn It to the Ground when I was on one of those stupid rides at a, a fair. Yeah. And the guy, the roadie that was running the ride was so into that song. Yeah. And I was watching that dude. He was probably high too, but... yeah. He was so into that song, and he yeah. turned it up so loud, and we were spinning like crazy, and I'm like, yeah. what? Do you know who the guy was that was running that that uh, that ride? Easy now. That was Chad Kroger. Oh. Yeah. I would have left with him. Yeah. 
if it had been Chad. Oh, great. Thank yeah. you. I'm Joe Burns. I am Tammy Burns. And we don't really hate Nickelback that much. That'll do it. Class is dismissed. Now that she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her head. She acts like summer and walks like rain. Reminds me that there's a time to change. Since the return of a stay on the moon, she listens like spring and she talks like June. Yeah.